0: When the gut is healthy, the animal is going to be healthy. And when they're healthy, they're going to perform like you want them to.
1: Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A Better Way to Farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits. So you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Hey everyone, Tyler here, field agronomist with The Better Way to Farm, where we spend each and every day providing solutions to farmers to grow better crops and to make more money. I hope that you're having a great day and we thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Now on today's episode, we invited a guest that, yes, he is new to the team, we very much appreciate, but he is a farmer, a cattleman from Northeast Iowa, doing some fantastic things in a very short amount of time. It's a little bit of a different episode today. Normally, we, we kind of stick with the row crops. We're trying to do some wheat stuff and done some cover crop stuff before, but this guest is actually going to talk about his cattle operation and how through going to some of the meetings, he was actually able to find some of the products that we have on our animal nutrition side that has been able to kind of change that side of his operation. So I'm super, super excited, very pumped to talk with Abe. So Abe, thank you very much for joining us. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm not too bad. You know, we had the pleasure to chat a little bit before we fired this thing up, but it is homecoming week where I'm at, and we just got home from Powderpuff and, and all those festivities. I've got a daughter that's on the cross-country team. that ranked number one in the state in class 1A she's a sophomore and we have got another sophomore there and <laughs> sitting by their dad. And, and it's like, oh, we just have to cross our fingers and pray that when they're running up and down that football field, you know, having fun that they don't like break an ankle or sprain something. Cause we can't have this, you know, we hopefully will return a very strong team right now. We've won every meet that we've been in. And, and like I said, we're ranked first in the state. So Thank the good Lord above; nobody got hurt tonight. It was fantastic. So
0: that, I, that's good. Yes,
1: that's yes, and I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's getting late in the evening, so I appreciate you jumping on here. And I do want you to to kind of mention, you know, where you're at, who you are, where you farm, and all that stuff. But really, this episode is truly about your livestock operation. And yeah, we have some great things that we're doing on the row crop side, on the cash crop side of things. But you've seen some pretty impressive stuff just by using some high-quality products that are running through your animals. So why don't you go ahead, Abe, and just kind of tell us again where, kind of where you're from and kind of the backstory.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm Abe Carls. I farm up by Alta Vista, Iowa. It's up in the northeast part of the, of the state. I've been raising cattle. Well, most of my life I grew up farming. Well, my mom was a teacher, but we grew up doing bucket bottle calves. Mm-hmm. I've been around Holsteins my whole life. Anyway, about five years ago, a local neighbor had offered me the opportunity to raise cattle there, and so it was just a small lot. I could only do about 150 at a time, so I started doing that, and I bought calves, 300 pounders, and I feed them for a full year. I get them in November 1st, and I sell them right at November 1st, and that way uh, my barns are never empty.
1: Yep. So when you have that herd, what did you normally do in the past for, I'll, I'll say feed value, but you know, the animal nutrition and, you know, was it just going to the vet if, if things were, you know, if some animals weren't really feeling that well, or did you guys have kind of a game plan before you met kind of the, the better way to farm team or what, what did that look like kind of prior to a few years ago?
0: Yeah. So what we kind of had I mean, to be preventative, I guess we just had tried to have a really good vaccination program set up, ways to manage stress when the calves came in, stuff like that. You know, we tried a few different things throughout the years. The big thing that I got out of that was, you know, if we have a sick one or something going on, get the vet involved real quick because they're a lot smarter than I am um, (laughs) and they can tell me what's going on a lot sooner and we can manage it a little bit better. But uh, for me, I, I really... I'd rather be proactive than reactive. Yes. And the vet work is a lot of reactive, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, very much so. And a lot of people that kind of join our team and, and they work with us, again, you know, we talk a lot of agronomy and a lot of education but there are other product divisions that you can kind of take advantage of. And we have products like the Fast Track product that you really came on here to talk about that are are really changing the way, you know, guys work in their operation. You know, they they can, you know, do something as simple as adding this supplement to their feed ration and all of a sudden you know, the vet bill kind of goes down or, you know, I don't want to steal your thunder, but there are some, you know, maybe the rate of gains going up, you know, it's interesting. The, you know, we've got a guy that set. uh, you talked about Holstein's, but he set a milk production record using that fast track product. So you joined the team, but again, it was on the row crop side. So tell us a little bit about how you kind of stumbled into this livestock, the nutrition products.
0: Yeah. So, Andy Chambers, the guy that uh, got me into better way to farm, he took me aside one day and and said, hey, I know you've had a, a, a bad group of calves last year. Maybe try looking at this stuff real quick here. And that was the fast track. So I said, yep, I'll try it this fall once I get this group of calves figured out. That group of fall came in the fall, and I totally forgot about fast track. Yep. <laughs> so... He reminded me again, thankfully, and I said, "All right, January first, I'm gonna start feeding it. Recommended dosages, and we'll get it going." So January first rolled around. Started putting it in feed. Uh, after day one, I never treated another calf again for till June. It was January till June, and I treated my first one, and I never saw him again. Yep, he just bonded so quickly, and I was impressed. And even throughout the whole time feeding this fast track, I could see these calves are, are healthy, and they're up, and they're moving, and they're hungry, and my daily intakes were going up, and I'm like, well, wow, this, stuff is, this is stuff is working, but I wasn't sold on it until I see the numbers. I'm the numbers guy. I just got to weigh them all, and the numbers just kind of blew me out of the water. I, I couldn't believe it. The top half of my group, I should say the top quarter of my group, is actually going to be going out the door a month sooner than they normally are is that important that's huge that's huge <laughs> then the crazy part about it is i usually like i said i usually get calves in november 1st these calves were actually three weeks late coming in oh wow so not only are they going out a month sooner but they came in three weeks later yep so the days on feed for the whole group average is going to be 20 days sooner and okay yeah 20 days sooner you know Uh, You know, if if your cost to gain is a buck, you know, that's, that's saving you some pretty good money right there. Yeah. The other things that got me though, was if I'm kicking them out 20 days sooner, are they going to be heavy enough? Right. So my average daily gain was actually 0.28 higher than it was my averages for the last five years.
1: That's pretty significant. Don't you think it is? Wow.
0: So they're going out 39 pounds heavier on 20 less days of feet. <laughs>
1: yep. So put that into to perspective. So what has that been able to do for your livestock operation?
0: Oh, it's, it's great. I mean, it gives you a, a numerous amounts of ways to measure and make money off of that. You know, getting a group out earlier, I'm going to be able to save that feed cost the other 75% of the group is going to gain better because they have less pressure. I mean, it's huge. That's less chance of one slipping and, and getting hurt. It's less chance of one dying. They're out the door. And for me, it's a month less interest. It pays for itself really quick when you look at it like that. One of the other big factors that I didn't even look at until I did the numbers today was the feed deficiency. I'm not sure what the price of corn did today. I think it was down a little bit, but these cattle are more efficient on fast track. This is crazy, but my average for the last five groups, just about a hundred bushel of corn per head. Wow. And that's a one year cycle. So that's a lot of corn, <laughs> but the efficiency of fast track saved me nine bushel of corn per head. And that's 750 corn right now. That's $62 or so mod cents
1: in just corn savings. Jeez, which is absolutely crazy to think. That's why I was pumped right before we fired this thing off. You're like, oh yeah, you know, I just got in the weight numbers today and I did all the math and I have all this stuff, which is absolutely fantastic because a lot of people are just going to see like, oh, I think the cows, they seem like they're, you know, they just look a little bit heavier or, you know, you mentioned before, you know, with the vet bill or not really calling the vet. I've had guys tell me that before. They never really think about it, but they're like, oh, yeah, I started feeding fast track and I I haven't actually called the vet yet since I've been feeding fast track. And it's those little things that the, the people are kind of seeing. But when you can put them, put those numbers together, that's absolutely insane to be able to not only save on a feed bill. But now you're kicking your cows out. I mean, you got them a little bit late, but if you would have got them on time, you were how many days did you say again? Did you say 35 total days?
0: Yeah, they'll be going out the door 20, 20
1: days on average, the whole group sooner. Yeah. 20 days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which again is absolutely insane to, because when you can grab that three weeks of turnaround time and you can continue to do that, you know, you're going to get to a point where you are basically spinning things. A whole lot or a, a whole group ahead of what the next guy is gonna do just because you're turning them quicker. And those are the things that are absolutely crazy. And and I know that the cattle price is not horrible right now, but the grain price is kind of tough, right? Like you mentioned, you're like, well, corn is up. I mean, you're not feeding a dollar seventy-five corn, you're feeding seven dollar corn. And mm-hmm. to be able to reduce that cost is is absolutely huge. So Think about those times when the cattle market is pretty suppressed and think about those times, you know, just like now they have high commodity prices and what that's going to do for guys' operations. So you have, have these products, right? And you've seen the numbers now, but is it really that difficult? Is it one of those things where you sit there and you're like, at the end of the day, gosh, I just don't think this is worth it. It's too difficult to apply or it's too difficult to work with how do you implement the fast track product into your feed rations and and into daily routine
0: fast track is super simple there's nothing hard about it you know i I call in and i get a pallet load of fast track coming and every day i add 15 pounds to my ration and it's a tmr mix and i dump it in the bunks and away i go i mean it's really simple you know I start them out on two ounces per head per day when it's stressful times, and then I switch them to one ounce. Then I just it just maintain. If we run them through the shoot, we bump them up an ounce for a couple days just to help manage that stress, back them down to one, and it works wonderful.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of the easiest things that you can absolutely do. To work with us on the row crop side is fantastic. But if any of those listeners are out there, and they have livestock which we work with a lot of growers that have a bunch of livestock this doesn't work just on cattle this works on hogs and it works on horses i know that you know we had a meeting and i was fortunate enough to again stand behind our microphone to make some introductions to the fast track side of things and i got to speak with the raw material supplier that we work with and we formulate these products from, and I, and I got to speak with a professional horse trainer that uses this with their horses because they were getting too hot and they couldn't put in the effort. And and we do work with some Amish as well. And they've noticed that they're able to get more work done running it through their horses. I have two dogs. I have two German short hair pointers and those dogs they get the fast track microbial on their dog food and then i give them the dog treats and they they absolutely love those dog treats
0: yeah for sure i do the same thing my dog laying there right behind me he gets that microbial every morning and once in a while we'll be out the farm you'll get the treats too and yeah he loves this stuff
1: Yeah, it's absolutely insane. You know, I actually I've I've told this story a little bit as well, and and I'm very proud of my German short hairs. But we actually picked uh one was a rescue pup, and the last one that we got, he is actually a a drug sniffing dog and an ex-Omaha police dog. And it's kind of funny, he even notices the difference between the vitamins. I don't know if you give your dogs the vitamins or not, and the actual treats themselves. He does not prefer the vitamins over the treats you could imagine. And so he'll actually, uh, the other day I tried to give him one of each at the same time because he'll pick the treat over the vitamin. And I ended up getting him to take a bite of both of them at the same time. And he can nibble enough that he dropped the vitamin out of his mouth and ate the treat. It's absolutely insane. So that's impressive. Yeah, I absolutely swear by the animal nutrition. You know, it's extremely important just that as it is with our health or plant health, animal nutrition is absolutely vital. When you can run that feed through and you're increasing the efficiency of that feed, you're going to manage it better, which you're already seeing. That sounds kind of weird. We don't have to dive into it too much, but I guarantee you when you look at the waste that comes out, I guarantee you there's less waste because they're utilizing more of the feed. And because of that, you know, yeah, if you're a manure guy and you're relying on the manure, it's kind of a bummer, but I guarantee you, you're seeing that more of that waste and more of the nutrition is going to be in the cow than it is going to be in that manure. So it's an absolutely interesting kind of a trade-off there. So could I convince you to, uh, to stop using fast track?
0: Uh, you'd have a hard time doing that <laughs> until I saw these numbers tonight. I thought, well, I don't know if it's worth it or not. Yeah. But then after seeing these numbers and the efficiency and what it's saving me in vet costs, the average daily gains, it's a no brainer. You, yeah. You're going to have a hard time not having that coming to my place anymore.
1: Yeah. It's absolutely insane to think of the whole, every side of it, you know, from when the cattle are firstborn and we actually have some other products. I, I don't know. I know we're kind of speaking specifically on fast track, but have you used some of the jumpstart gel and some of the boluses and stuff as well? Or do you just yep. feed the fast track microbial?
0: Nope. We do fast track and then uh we do the ruminant jump start gels yeah. in our cow calf operation. Yep.
1: Yeah. So uh just real, real quick kind of dive into that a little bit why are you giving them this kind of this jump start gel and what are you trying to do early on when the calf is first born
0: well the main focus on all of these fast track products is gut health yep that is by far the most important thing when it comes to an animal because when the gut is healthy the animal is going to be healthy and when they're healthy they're going to perform like you want them to They're going to be efficient. They're going to be at the bunk every day eating. They're going to put on the pounds like you want them to. So the sooner we can get that in them, the better. You know, when that calf drops, we get out there, we get it in them. It might be tough to get them in a second time if the cow's right there, but we try our tails off to get it in there a couple of times because the sooner it's in there, the better that calf is going to perform.
1: Yeah. So basically all you're doing is, is you're just trying to inject that calf With that good probiotic bacteria, you're trying to get that good gut health in early as soon as possible so that it doesn't have to experience any bad days. Again, not only with animal nutrition, but ourselves as well. If I would eat healthier, I would feel better, I would be more efficient. But plant health is absolutely vital. We talk about that all the time. Oh, you know, do I spray on a fungicide? And it's like, well, I told some guys earlier this summer, you know what? If if you don't wanna spray on a fungicide, If maybe you would kind of look at some of your limiting factors in your corn, whatever, soybeans, and you increase that plant health, guess what? It fends off some of that bad stuff even more. And the animal side is absolutely critical. I'm so, so thankful, Abe, that we were able to have this chat because it's huge. I don't want to – you probably have the exact number, and you don't have to give an exact number. You don't have to give away all your secrets, but – you alluded to it a little bit earlier, but what has this been able to do? I mean, I mean, this is a net positive return on investment. This isn't something that it's like, well, you know, I love this product, but actually the product costs way more than, than what I'm getting in return. But what were you able to see kind of following this throughout the year? What kind of net positive return were you able to see?
0: Well, like Rod always likes to say, if I gave you a dollar or if you gave me a dollar, I'd give you two back. How often yeah. would you do it? Well, for the cattle side of it, if you gave me a dollar to feed Fast Track, I'd give you three back. So yep. if that gives you an idea of what it's doing, it's worth it. It's yes. worth it. So, so, And the things that that can do for your farm, I mean, just like increasing your crops yields yep. by 20 bushel, 30 bushel, the opportunities are limitless if, if you're looking at it like that.
1: Yeah. If you knew going into something that you could get a, a 3x return, it's a pretty... Easy investment to make. I mean, you you know, you can take that stuff to the bank and go to them and say, look, you know, you give me a dollar and I'll return three. I I think they would take that all day long. The one thing is we'll just have to hope that Andy doesn't listen to this episode because maybe I'll just have to start charging more, right?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> yep, yep.
1: That's fantastic. So, yeah. as we kind of wrap this baby up and get her loaded on the truck and send her down the road, what other advice do you have for the listeners that have tuned in? You know, again, we, we kind of did pull away from the crop side of things and, and talked more about animal nutrition and, and animal health and how important that is what other kind of golden nuggets or piece of advice would you have to someone that has a livestock operation, whatever animal it is that are asking themselves, ah, you know, I'm doing okay. You know, I've got my feed deal and I got a good vet. I'm just kind of going to sit here and listen.
0: Yeah. So the biggest things for me when I was getting into cattle was finding a good nutritionist who was going to work with you. And then, learning the importance of the gut. It sounds funny because no one ever thinks about the gut, but that is the number one most important vital part of an animal health is the gut and maintaining that gut health. Once that gut is healthy, the cattle are going to perform how you want them. And with Fast Track, it, it exceeded how I thought they would do.
1: Yes. So with that being said, obviously anybody listening to this episode, you can always reach out to any of us on the Better Way to Farm platforms on Facebook or, you know, I know we're doing a, a bunch, of, everybody's doing a bunch of TikToks nowadays. That's growing like wildfire. Just go ahead and, and reach out to us. But Abe, I'm going to give you a shout out. If you want to share your information, uh, you absolutely can. I don't I don't know if you want to or not, but if anybody has any questions, are, are they okay to, to give you a shout?
0: Yeah, yeah. Abe Carls, like I said, Northeast Iowa, you can email me. Abe Carls at gmail.com. That's probably the best way to get with me. Yeah. And please do it. You won't regret it.
1: I'm going to throw this out there. So Abe is spelled like you might think it is. A B E, right? But uh Carls. How do you spell Carls? Carl's is K-A-R-E-L-S. Yep. At gmail.com. So yeah, like I said, anybody listening to this episode, if you want to find out more information, you can certainly reach out to the Better Way to Farm team certainly hit up Rod. He does a fantastic job of handing out his information. Go ahead and contact Abe through that Gmail account and get your animals, their gut health rocking and rolling. So Abe, thank you very much for the time today, dude. It was an awesome conversation. I had a blast. I know we're going to try to do this again on, a, on another topic. So I'm excited about that episode and what it's going to bring, but thank you very much for hanging on tonight. I know it's getting late and I'll, I'll let you go to bed, but I, I appreciate you being here. All right. Thanks for the time, Tyler. And thank you everyone for the love and support, not only here on this platform, but also on our Facebook page and our other social media accounts. We hope that you enjoyed this episode on the a Better Way to Farm podcast. And remember to like, subscribe, and leave a review for us so that we can improve this show and bring you the best content possible. And as always, we hope that you have a better day. A better way to